0: but it will not will not uh, impact the content of the program. I mean, that much we know. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. Uh, stop it and see them. They have had a fantastic season. Really, really terrific, and I'm so excited for them. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Boy, fall. Uh, is in full swing, whether it's pumpkins and straw and cornstalks and gourds and sugar pumpkins and a lot more. Stop it and see them. And I also want to remind you that this, uh, without question, the fall, remember, is the best time to do work around your house, your property. Uh, less watering is needed. So pop by and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingtown. They have a, um, uh, a terrific... Uh, presence, uh, as I like to say, on on, uh, on on their Facebook page is always up to speed. And folks, it is a happening. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This family-run business, where they have, in fact, um, where they have, in fact, just uh, you know outdone the outdone themselves. Uh, especially, you know, this year and, and uh, with everything going on, you know, one thing that is also tremendous about PR landscape materials and garden center is, folks, how many people, you're, see, this is one of the benefits that they're experiencing of when you are a family-run business. When you are a family-run business and, you know, they're dedicated, they have their workers. Right, they have Steve and Debbie and June. They have the same crew. So as as I've kind of sometimes spoken about, you know, I've heard from some of you that say that you have, uh, you know, ventured into quote like the big box store, and you can't get any service. And not only that, a lot of times they're waiting. As a matter of fact, as the, they're waiting for, you know, deliveries when you have a local. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center folks they're open 7 days a week their work ethic is just absolutely second to none and i'm just i'm so happy that all the time people are contacting me and saying one you know thank you for telling uh, telling me about PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center because the quality is terrific the service you know they don't they don't have to worry that right now in this Biden disaster of nine months uh, where you have so many people that, you know, let's face it, that simply don't want to work. And as a result of that, now, you know, Debbie who is just so talented and she is, you know, such a green thumb and their quality is just incredible right now. And Right now, they're also finding, I'm hearing from so many different people that they they take a ride there, thirty six eighty eight Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. and they are finding the service is fantastic. The quality is tremendous. And, and you know this is one of the benefits of running the type of operation that they run, where it's family run, they're dedicated and it's quality and it's also you know what i also uh love about pr landscape materials in garden center is you know it's not the same as someone just punching a clock um and you know their name is on it and people depend on them and so therefore you know there's a lot more consideration that goes into that they want to make sure that the whole experience, the service that people receive, that everything is up to speed. So, again, look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. As I like to say, it's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Folks, they're worth the, the uh, ride. And, again, it's, the, it's not every day that you get to shop at Rhode Island's number one garden center and it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown well folks again good afternoon it is uh, the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM remember uh, I always mention uh, the website and, and so many people and thank you to the people that support the website and they realize the in, uh, incredible incredible uh, you know, every time people, folks, if you're wondering where I am when I'm not on the radio, all you have to do is, is go to the website, and, and you can see uh, where I am. And, and I want to thank people like Pat Elston, who are one of our uh, sponsors on the website, Caldwell Bank or Realty, over 20 years' experience, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, I tell the story, someone that I know, uh, at first they were excited because they sold their home in 27 hours. And then, you know, the more they thought about it, um, the realtor really didn't do them justice when you're just selling your property in 27 hours. I mean, I didn't want to be mean, but what I, um, you know, wanted to uh, say, and then they, the more they thought about it of, I don't know, Let's if you have an experienced realtor, you can find out where the ceiling is, right? Like maybe the um, uh, the ceiling... Uh, is, is not what, what they think it is. So if you're selling a property in 27 hours, I, I, I'm saying that means that you underpriced it. You know, what What would have happened if it had taken a week to do it? What would have happened if it had been a month to do it? So, you know, you probably could have gotten, I don't know, 50,000 more, maybe more. Folks, Pat Elston, you won't have that problem. That's my point. Caldwell Banker Realty, 401 474 5253 5253 Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based out of Cumberland. And there is a direct link at the website, to petrocom So, um, folks, in case you did miss it, so, and again, good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Um, Governor McKee, he, he's in a, you know, he's had, he had a bad month of August, basically. And he had a really bad month of September. And October's not starting off really any better. Um, and I would even argue, hear me out. Now, right now it's 1214, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show or watching on Facebook Live on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You know, he is, um, I think Dan McGowan said it pretty well last time. He, he's starting to, you can't get stuff done if you're always basically in damage control, right? You can't get stuff done if you are in the middle of of, of a hurricane, so to speak. So... You know, just as the governor's trying to get his footing, and on Friday it dropped that there's now a new investigation into his administration as far as um, with the contract that went out. So he's got three, three state police attorney general investigations. And folks, as I've told you, I mean, they just don't move in a hurry. He's got these frontline workers that were protesting out in front of his house. I want to just mention something that I mentioned last hour. And for those that we, we do start at eleven. Uh, we do Facebook at the, the Noonday Report, I like to call it, and we do Facebook Live later. But the, the, it's becoming more clear. And actually, I can't believe how brazen the media is in not reporting, like, really what's going on. They just go with a certain narrative. Now, I do want to say this. Governor McKee did clear up for me yesterday. I like folks, as many of you know, one, I like to go to the source. Right? I, I don't want to rely on someone else. Something against them. but Um, You can juggle both. You learn a lot by being there. The rest of the media, they just go with the narrative. It's almost as if they don't care what the truth is. They already have the story they want to tell. So I asked Governor McKee, can you set the record straight? Were you evacuated from your home on Friday night by state police? And he said, no, I wasn't home. And then I found out he was actually at an event in Boston. Now why do I say that? Because there's a photo for Channel Six that was on the scene saying he was evacuated by the state police. Wrong. And I don't want to go on it, but but again you know, the whole narrative that the media goes with state police were called to the governor's house at seven fifty at night because of a disturbance and then two people were arrested. Total lie. I have the video. Does the video matter anymore? Does the truth even matter anymore to the media? My God, they have such an agenda, and they're so upset that the Biden presidency is bombing. This is embarrassing. You know, I normally don't like to say that about a president. It actually kind of goes against the grain for me in, in some way as far as um, – I mean, I don't like operating in that way. I have too much pride in the country, too much love for the country. I, I hate people that are really bad mouth. Whoever's in office, I mean, it's one thing to disagree, but I just never had hatred for Bill Clinton, certainly, that some people did. The people who would never call him President Obama, just Obama, and this other stuff. I just, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just not in me. I don't have that type of hatred. But I'll tell you, President Biden at this point, I mean, it's nine months in. And, I mean, this at this point, this is a joke, right? Come on, look at the situation out on the West Coast. Oh, oh, now we're going 24-7 with the unloading at the docks. Hey, this was a problem in May and June. Now the prices on everything is going up. Now they can't find the, find the workers. There's a worker revolt going on. And why? Because people like it. I'll put it in there. Governor McKee followed the Biden method. Followed the Biden policy. And it, folks, it's very simple. If you pay people not to work Guess what? They won't work. Right now, people are—they're striking. What's really embarrassing is this baby—this bus strike in Warwick. But anyhow, Warwick has a lot of different problems. But the situation on the West Coast—this is this isn't a new problem. They just ignore the problem. Oh, now they're going twenty-four-seven. Why haven't the docks and the unloading and the what? Why hasn't this been twenty-four-seven since May or June? Now it's too late. Now it's going to affect Christmas. Now the price on everything is going up. You know, they're just so ill-equipped, and the media is upset that things aren't going their way. And I think next fall, 2022, is the next election statewide offices. Governor of Rhode Island and so forth. And next fall is when I believe whoever is candidate for governor... They're gonna have some problems trying to defend the Biden presidency. I mean, in a lot of states, votes in swing states, the Democrat in office is just gonna get crushed in the midterms, which are next next year. There are some Senate seats open, but congressional seats are every two years. Unfortunately, Langevin and Cicilline are safe; they just are. But um, but in other states, they're gonna get knocked out of office because they can't be defended. You know, in Rhode Island, in Rhode Island, the media defends Black Lives Matter for being in front of the governor's house. Last summer, at one point, for an hour and a half, vulgarities, swearing at neighbors, um, lighting off explosives, obscenities to police. The governor said, well, they have the right to be there. What did the media say? They have the right to be there. Suddenly, boom, a bunch of frontline workers... Go in front of Governor McKee's house, and what's the media say? Well, that people should not be protesting in front of his house. The media, well, you know, what were they doing there in the first place? So 10 minutes in front of McKee's house is not okay. But an hour and a half in front of Raimondo's house, if it's Black Lives Matter, with their blank and bullhorn, that's okay. Like, the, the, the double standard is, is just pathetic. Now, the Attorney General's office, they are looking into... The claims that the state police that they used excessive force with the protesters. And I've already been told they're going to use my video, which is fine. I was live. I posted it. Uh, I was actually the only media person there. And then uh, another TV station was watching my feed. And then they went booking up there as we were getting closer to the governor's house. But I've already been contacted. And I'm like, hey, I, I posted it. It's online. It's on my website. You don't need my permission. Other law enforcement have used it, and I will repeat what I I have said. And I was speaking yesterday, folks, with a member of Rhode Island State Police, who I am friends with. Um, And I know Colonel Manning. I like them. And I said to Dan McGowan last hour, as someone that has covered a lot of protests, I've never seen some of the things that I saw Friday night. That's just a fact. Um, And there's various ways, and if you go back, I've commented on it, I've written about it. And and in my opinion, those two people did not have to be arrested. It was a tactic. You pick up the biggest guy, which they did, and he's a former Marine, and he's a frontline worker, and they arrested him, and then his friend was like, hey, what's going on? Boom, then they arrest, and it's a tactic. And then you say, all right, that's it. Unless you want to get arrested, everybody else get out of here. Didn't have to happen. I think they would have been gone within five five more minutes, ten more minutes tops. So I I think that is wrong. And then I'm going to touch on, and again, folks, This portion of the program, and now I want to clue you in uh, about the CBV store. CBV store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Now, you can find them on Facebook. I've shared this stuff. It's on my Facebook page. But Michael, who is so knowledgeable there, now here are some of the things that they can treat. It's right across from Airport Plaza. I want you to pop in. All you have to do is say, I am a John DePietro listener, and Michael who is, uh, I give him a lot of credit, and he's been in the business, he's knowledgeable about the business, um, he wants to give incentives, he's not afraid to give incentives, and right now, uh, it's, it's 50% off, so 50% off, let me, anyone who mentions the John DiPietro show, buy one, get 50% off until Sunday, now it was also 20% off. If you were a first-time customer there. Now we saying buy one 50% off until Sunday. Buy one get, one, get one 50% off. But the point is, why would you stop in there? Number one, there are many people fighting stress right now. Number two, a lot of people have anxiety. Number three, if you're like me, I was out at the murder the other night, the homicide on Broad Street. And as I've told you, you're wired after something like that. It's tough to go to sleep. Then Michael said, "Juan, why don't you try the Delta Eight gummies? Just take a little one. Boom, coma. I'm like Sonny Von Bulow in a coma. Restful, peaceful sleep. Now, I also found I was in there on Friday, and I was talking with Michael, the owner. And again, folks, this is CBD Store, 1845 Post Road Ward, right across from Airport Plaza. Buy one, get 50% off the next purchase. Uh, he was asking me about young Rumsfeld, my little dog. And I said, you know, he's fifty. Rummy now is 15 years old. And starting this summer, he's had some trouble getting up to our back deck. And he's obviously moving slower. So he's 15 in our years. So, you know, the whole thing of times seven. And Michael said, and he gave me, they said, I want you to give Rummy some of this. Just a few drops either in his mouth on his food. And so, uh, folks, I started that on Friday afternoon and then on Saturday. On Sunday afternoon, I was going to call Michael, but uh, he was late. Um, Rummy now can get up the back steps. See, the same way that you have aches and pains and different things after a while and you move slower, it's the same thing for animals. Uh, rum is, is like rummy of five years ago, the way he's now bouncing around. So last night, I took him for a walk. I haven't taken him for a walk in a while because he gets too tired walking around or he's not too painful. Went for a walk around the neighborhood. If you have, any, and you know what? I feel better. I can't believe how much better I feel because little young Brumsfeld, uh, my adorable Yorkshire Terrier feels good. Folks, stop it and see them. It is incredible. At least if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your pet. You know what else? He's sleeping better, and he's a little calmer because his aches, he's not aching so much. CBD store for pets, 1845. And, and humans. I mean, I have something. All right, folks, again, at the website. And I want to address this because this is wildly important. Uh, on the website, topetro.com, And don't forget, topetro.com, which is brought to you by Endzone uh, Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, Endzone Sports Pub, the frontline workers were there on Friday night. Dana welcomed them in after the McKee protest. Hey, baseball playoffs, Red Sox in the in the playoffs, football, end zone sports pub. Great crowd, great drinks, great food, 960, men in road in Cumberland. If you check com, you're going to see the story. And I, I touched on this, but I really want you to understand it. Because to me, this shows the double standard of the media. And I'm you know, i I'm, I'm reluctant to say that, and sometimes I think I'm even naive about it because different people have, have said and people have said to me about the bias of the media. And I, a lot of times I say, no, it's more national, but it is a bias. If you're a parent against critical race theory, the local media, they may not say it, but they're against you. Folks, as many of you know, last year I would be the only one in those Raimondo press briefings who was a Trump supporter. I've had different members of the media say, you know, Juan, I like a lot of your work. I just can't figure out why you'd be with, you know, the Trump people. So at least they're honest about it. And they would all nod along with Governor Raimondo. But what happened uh, the other night, on Tuesday night in North Kingstown, I was asked to attend that school committee meeting. And I'm glad I did. And the video of what's left of it is on the website. But you had a group of parents that are upset about critical race theory being taught at North Kingstown High School and North Kingstown schools. And our friend Nicole Solis filed a police report because some of the books, it certainly looks like pornographic material. And so they just wanted to go and talk with some of the people in the school committee about a superintendent. And after five minutes, before I could even fully set up, they adjourned the meeting. Number one, they were afraid that Nicole Solis' name was going to be brought up. Number two, they have no interest in discussing critical race theory. And then number three, they don't want to have any discussion about masks and mask debate. But what goes over the top is the elected state senator who's then telling her constituents and putting it out there and telling members of the media that the meeting at North Kingstown High School and her quote, and I have it right there on the Facebook page. So number one, it should have been news they ended the meeting. I don't think they should have ended the meeting. I, By the way, I despise that, and I have shared it with two members of the committee afterwards. I didn't like it when I was in seventh grade at St. Paul's School. And it's a Friday, and the nun or whoever would promise our last period for today, we're going to do art. Right? Painting or whatever, whatever it's going to be. And right around one twenty. They'd say, that's it. You know, uh, Jimmy threw a piece of paper, so that's it. The whole, we're going to do our math next hour. At St. Paul's school when I was in seventh grade or sixth grade, whatever, I'd raise my hand and say, sister, wait a minute. Like, punish little Jimmy over here that threw the paper. Why, why, what do you mean we're not doing that? We have 25, 30 students in the class. One idiot from Washington Park threw a piece of paper, so now you're going to punish every guest. Yeah. We're going to punish everyone. Well, like how is, I I hated it then. I've never liked that. I've never understood it. I even said the other night, then get the police and drag out, whoever you want dragged out. But you don't end the meeting. They had over 100 people in an auditorium. Two people in the back didn't have a mask on. That's it. Meeting canceled. This is the school committee. You wonder why our schools are screwed up. But this is an elected state senator, Elena DiMario. The meeting turned into shades of January 6th. Then she goes on to mention an insurrection. (laughs) Are these people for real? Then you have one of her supporters saying, threats of violence are unacceptable. Well, first of all, there were no threats of violence. I agree with you. Threats of violence are unacceptable. If you want to go down the list of things that are unacceptable, you can go a lot more than that. For things that didn't happen. Gunfire at a school committee meeting is unacceptable. People being wounded by gunfire is unacceptable. People bring rifles and shotguns into a meeting is unacceptable. I, I agree with you, and none of it happens. Shades of January 6th. Folks, do you see the way, talk about a drama queen. You can read about, the rest of the media is ignoring the story, by the way, for whatever blanking reason How do you ignore that? Why is she not being called out for it? Talk about yelling fire in a crowded theater. So then word spreads. And what is the main intention to label? If you are a supporter of critical race theory, boom. Biden, Merrick Garland. Yes, again, you are a domestic terrorist. That's exactly what you are. The nerve of them to try to put that forward. They were like the riot. First of all, a number of people, Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed for no reason, number one. Number two, it was a rowdy protest. There was nothing rowdy about that. Why not say the meeting was so rowdy it was shades of a Black Lives Matter protest? That's how that's how much it was uh, getting rowdy. Why not say that? Shades of January 6th. The meeting, the meeting turned into basically an armed insurrection. At this how are they allowed to get away with that? Should be called out. What are you talking about? What does that mean, shades of one sixth? So you're saying a group of people that were upset, and there were a number of mothers there, uh, upset that the kids still have to wear the mask in the school, and they wanted to talk about it. They were upset that there were kids at a volleyball match in the gym that had to wear masks in the volleyball, uh, playing volleyball. They were upset that, I guess, there's some event at the school that was canceled um, instead of just having it outside. And so they went there. So they were upset. Like, what do you mean you're canceling the meeting and then storming off the stage? And then, you know, I actually just realized they even said we need to check with our legal counsel. That's it. The meeting's adjourned. Outside, the legal counsel said to me, I think you're wrong. I thought they were wrong. I think they should have just kicked out whoever they wanted to kick out. You don't end the meeting. But folks, it's a pattern that's going on, right? The way the media portrays the parents. There were five moms sitting behind me. They went because they want their daughters and sons to attend an event. They normally don't go to a school committee meeting, but they wanted to speak out. And they were upset. So now what they're labeled domestic terrorists. There were people saying, you know, I don't know about that book that's being used in the middle school with some of the pictures that are used about you know, Heather has two daddies and uh, daddy's new roommate and some of these books that kind of want to glamorize or get children uh, accepting to different lifestyles. Nope, no discussion on it. Ended. If, you're, if you are there to speak out someone said you know i i was speaking with someone afterwards who said you know i have a problem one of the the teachers in north kingstown told my daughter who's in fourth grade that you're white so therefore you're a racist and then said well my parents are white well then they're racist and you know my grandparents well then they're racist like and, and wanted to find out what is this all about why is that being said nope you're a domestic terrorist but the media goes right along with it. And they won't hold that person accountable. What's going to be comical to watch, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1234. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. And don't forget, dipietro.com, which is brought to you by Stop In and See Shane and Company. What a great operation he ro- loves. I love the Centerdale. Centerdale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails winner of several, I think three, Rhode Island Monthly Best of Awards. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Great people, great food. Stop by, support them. You're going to love it. I love the fact I'm getting so many people saying, hey, thanks for telling me about the Centerdale Revival. Right there at the end of Middle Spring Avenue. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Um, But it's not your imagination. That is the way the media is going after this. You know, the frontline workers, the, the media is in with Biden. The media wants to go along that if you have hesitancy about the vaccine, that you're all lumped in together. And what's so disingenuous at 1235, and again, good afternoon to everybody watching on Facebook Live. Please share that you're watching. Click the like button. And then everyone that's listening on the radio. And again, minor technical problem. So if it's on the radio, it sounds a little echoey or tinny. Just bear with me, folks. Um, But the thing about it that they won't talk about is, you know, the largest part of the population, largest segment of the population who won't get vaccinated, who will not get vaccinated, are African-American men african-american men and they will never address that the local media won't touch it never ask anyone about that Do you know in new york city how high is it uh blacks 18 to 44 in new york city african-americans 18 to 44 both gender 72 percent are unvaccinated sound like trump supporters to you does that sound like insurrectionist to you? Does that sound like the critical race theory to you? They won't touch it. Nope. It's all part of the equity. No. Look at the high-profile athletes. Right? First, you started with Cam Newton. Wouldn't get it. Patriots cut him loose. Now Kyrie Irving. Celtics. Now he's the next problem in Brooklyn. They don't know what to do with him. He won't get the vaccine. The media hates it. They want it to be a Trump supporter who won't get the vaccine. But it's not. High-profile black athletes in the media hate it because it doesn't fit their narrative. portion of the John DiPiccio Show. It is my pleasure and honor to tell you it's brought to you by Ari Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Call them today, 401-732-6562. We talk about the Coogan difference. I found it out. You know, Coop says, let me into your home. Don't fix it alone. Well, two weeks ago, suddenly on a Sunday, no hot water. No hot water. Well, Third World, our, our hot water tank gave out. It happened. What did I do? Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No. I called RE Coogan Heating. Boom, they replaced it the next day. 401-732-6562. 24 emergency service, gas boilers, oil burners, hot water heaters. Remember, plumbing. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable As Coog says, let us into your home One, don't fix it alone Look for him on Facebook and their website is com. Another great family business Folks, pop in or call them, I should say um, But I'll tell you locally Where it's going to get difficult And again, folks, good afternoon at 1238 You're listening to the John DePietro Show On AM 1380 at 99.9 FM uh, Where this is going to get interesting is the fact that Biden agenda is going down the tubes. And what's comical to me is everybody connected to it is going to be impacted by it. His approval ratings are falling. Look at the price of gas. To me, the price of gas is always the indicator. The price of gas impacts so many things. There's nothing that's more frustrating to people than high gas prices. If there's high gas prices, people won't travel. If there's high gas prices, they won't go out to dinner a lot. If there's high price, if 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 one, if I were president, one of the most important things you can do is to keep low gas prices. And folks, it's ridiculous. Under President Trump, we've never been so uh, self-reliant for energy than we, we were. And the amount of oil that can come out of the, the middle of the country. You know, someone was telling me there is they found an oil well up oh, the check. Carmine told me this. it was either in Alaska. No, excuse me, Oklahoma or Nebraska. There's enough oil that they found with fracking enough oil to provide the entire state. I think it was Nebraska, the entire state for the next 20 years. That's how much oil we have. See, Biden wants to go back to when we were slaves to the Middle East. Don't talk to us about wind. It's not there yet. Price of gas skyrocket. People don't want to work. They can't get workers. That's why then the trucks, they can't get people to drive the trucks. Cost of everything going up. But the Biden presidency, the wheels are coming off. He is in no position to turn this around. None. No position to turn this around. Biden is not. And as a result of that, see i think that's really gonna hamper the you know think of so far governor mckee had been saying well we're gonna follow the guidance of president biden well does anybody really want to hear that anymore you're following the advice of who there's no one more pathetic than the vice president harris she is the epitome of an empty soup soup she's not a serious person she's not a serious candidate they put her in charge of the border just so he didn't have to answer questions about it. She hasn't done anything about it. And then her idea of what she wants to do is go out to lunch with Beyonce and go out to lunch with Michelle Obama and go out to lunch with, you know, whoever and then do a video about NASA. She's no, these people have no interest in governing. Biden now just wanders away from speaks, says exactly what he's told to say, and then walks away. Do you think he's going to get better? He is in decline. And it's going to get worse. They are in no position to turn it around. Now, the good news is, though, here's the good news that I want you to understand, is it's not like he has a 70% approval rating. Everything they're doing is failing. I repeat, everything they're doing is failing. Look at the open borders. You know, yesterday I went to the McKee press briefing where they were pumping the flu shot, right? They're pumping the flu shot. And I had a chance to speak with Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos beforehand. And I'm not always rolling, right? I want to have a dialogue. I want to ask questions. I can be, uh, listen, I'm respectful of the office. I'm respectful of who they are. I'm not going to be unreasonable. So I like having the access. I like having a conversation with them. She's the lieutenant governor of Rhode Island. He's the governor of Rhode Island. That's that's my choice. But I said to her, she said, oh, it feels so good to be back in the neighborhood. It was on um, Manton Avenue, right? Right in section of Manton up from Oneyville. I mean, folks, when I've gone there for crime stories, and those of you that have seen One After Dark when I'm there, number one, I have to wear tactical gear from Surplus Provisions. There's bullets fly, flying all over the place Number two Nobody speaks English I have a special that's going to be coming up I've been doing some filming a video You're going to see me in a video coming up I'm still going to edit it You know, you're going to watch me for ten minutes Unedited I call it wandering right? Wand, Wandering And for ten minutes I'm walking up and down the street Attempting to find one person That speaks English I have a $20 bill wandering, and I'm, I'm pre- prepared to give it to the first piece person that could speak English. We tried it. I walked 10 minutes before I could find someone who could speak. And I mean, like, have a conversation. I don't mean just say, give me money, give me money. Like, I don't mean that. I mean, could actually like, communicate. So I said to her, you know, I'm up in this area a lot. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the shootings are here. Unfortunately, the shootings are never on college hill. When I mean that, I mean... Listen, it would be nice once in a while to go over to Blackstone Boulevard, the east side. I mean, that would be change the scenery a little bit. Instead, I always feel like I am in, you know, a third world country. So many people have asked me about that. And I say, you know, I've always wanted to be a war correspondent. Or I thought it would be interesting maybe sometime to, you know, really go third world, see what it's like to report. And the beauty of this is I get to do that and I I don't even have to live live Rhode Island. But anyhow... I said to her, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, how come when I come up around here that nobody speaks English? So this was yesterday. So she said, well, this area, Manton Avenue up from Oneyville, Manton Avenue up from Oneyville, has always been a place where immigrants arrive. And many years ago, the Polish came here. So this has always been a place where many immigrants arrive. Well, first of all, and I said to all due respect, I'm not running into a lot of Polish people at a shooting at night at nine o'clock at night. I'm not running into a big Polish crowd. This seems to be a common denominator. Folks, there are streets, as far as the eye can see, triple-decker houses. And I mean, I don't think, and I'm going to expose this, because I don't think you, that are either listening or watching, I truly don't think people fully understand how large the population is of people that are living in certain parts of the city that do not speak the English language. Uh, they're not from here. And and I take exception with her saying, immigrants. Listen, they're here illegally. You people encourage them to stay. You try to get them things to encourage them to stay. But it's far more more um, It's far larger than I think many of you recognize. And when we're done with this video, it's gonna open a lot of eyes. Because there are certain streets, I don't mean a few houses. I don't mean one or two. I mean, there will be 15 to 20 streets, triple-decker houses. And, And you might as well be in Guatemala. When I say that, I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't mean that doesn't make me a racist. I am reporting to you truth of what I am seeing. Oh, here we go. And one of the other, oh, here we go. What about that? Why am I the only one to ask about it? Why is it accepted? They're, they're using these people for votes. They are using them to vote. So off of Manton Avenue, where she was saying, oh, back in the old neighborhood, there's a house, triple decker, and there's 10 people that live on the first floor. And there's five people that live in the basement. And there's 10 people that live on the second floor. And there's five people that live on the third floor. So do the math, right? 10, 10, 5, 5. That's 30 people, one resident. And I, I guarantee you, they have all of their names in the database. And they are registered voters. No one will tell you that. When I have people that say, I think Trump won Rhode Island, take a ride with me sometime. And I'll show you where they're pulling votes from. Now, they shouldn't be registered. Don't get me wrong. They, sh- they are illegally registered. That's Nellie Gorbea. I don't even think they vote. People have their names. They know the names of 10 people. You know, I don't even know if they're still there. They go back and forth to their countries. Somebody else comes. They just know they have the name. Juan De Pedro lives on the first floor. Yellow house, purple house, right off Manton Avenue. And they just fill out a mail ballot for that person. And then they submit it. That is absolutely going on. One hundred percent. And when I ask a simple question, I think that's a fair question. I'm just curious, how come no one around here speaks English? We keep hearing it's hard to get into the country. Oh, well, they're immigrants. No, no they're actually not. They should be deported. Um, and they get a lot of free things, by the way. But you don't hear anyone speaking up against that. So and my point is, I also want to remind you So don't listen to. When people talk about there's not enough low income housing, people say to me, "What do you think about the, there's a low income housing shortage in Rhode Island?" Well, when you have ten people living on the first floor, five people in the basement, ten people on the second floor, five in the third floor, well, who, who do you? And how about in Narragansett? They have the nerve to say from now on, no more than three people can live in a residence. Can you imagine the nerve of them? So they're punishing URI students, raising the rents on URI students. We're, boom, just go 40 minutes north, and you have five from Guatemala in the basement, 10 on the first floor, 10 on the second floor, five up in the attic. Three more have a 10 out in the back. I mean, absolute insanity. And I also just want to follow it up with this. There is no mechanism. If you listen to anything I say on this Thursday, there is no mechanism available that Rhode Island has to check to see if all those people live there. They don't have anyone. They don't have anyone that, say to go around door to door. First of all, there's a language barrier, so they'd have to be, bi- you know, uh, bilingual anyway. But they don't. They don't have. You know, the state doesn't have that type of manpower. Nor are they interested in having the manpower. By the way. They have no. They don't have the manpower. You know. You see uh, curtains on the basement. Who has curtains on their basement windows when someone is living in the basement? I even saw one. I'll show you. There's a full family living in a garage. At least it's a roof. You have to go in the house, use the bathroom, and the whole thing. Um, you know, chickens in the backyard. I ain't tell, it, it doesn't look third world. It is third world. And but but there's someone that has them all registered to vote. They're completely manipulating these people. The only reason they allow it is because they use them for their vote. And I am willing to believe these people don't even recognize. They don't even know that they're voting. Right? Imagine if you were traveling to a foreign country. You signed into the hotel log, and then some of them, the hotel took that and registered to vote in that country. I don't know. Let's just say you went to Cancun. And then you found out, and then someone said, do you know they took your signature and name? and they pretended you were living there to use that in the local Cancun election? I mean, would you care? You'd care about identity theft. Would you really care? Probably not. Never mind if they said, tell you what, we are going to do that, but we're going to give you a free dinner on the house. All right, now we're talking. Fine. Yeah, there we go. Not a problem. Someone has to bring it up. Wasn't trying to be confrontational. Legitimate question does not make me a racist. Why are you a racist to ask about that? If someone breaks into your house in the middle of the night, does that make you a racist for saying, hey, excuse me, what are you doing here? If someone sets up a tent and camps out in your backyard, hey, what are you, what are you doing in my backyard? Oh, what are you, a racist? What, I can't camp out here? No. Folks, I want to remind you about our friend, my friend, Roland Brothers Disposal. Come on, Brother. Call Brother's Disposal today, 401-688-0517, 401 517 Brother's Disposal. Now, listen, let's clean out that basement. Right now, it's Thursday, and uh, it's October 14th, and this would be a good time. Why not get rid of some unwanted belongings that you have or some things in your garage or attic? with brother's disposal or if you're doing a small small household construction uh, job brother's disposal they have the purple dumpsters call brother roland today come on brother call brother roland 401 6880517 brother's disposal 401 6880517 and and now offering weekly trash collection services so on this Thursday let's just say you are thinking of uh, moving, and you have to clean out your house, or you just want to clean out your basement or garage, and you want a dumpster. Folks, it's so much easier if they just deliver a dumpster right to your home. Call Brother's Disposal. I had someone that said, you know what? We took your advice, and we called, and we ordered a dumpster. Then they got a second dumpster. Then they got a third. They didn't realize how much unwanted belongings junk they had. Brothers, to come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal. Good morning, brother. 401. 401- 6880 oh, Good afternoon, brother. Uh, Brother's Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. Call Roland. The guy is terrific. He works hard. And they're now also offering weekly trash collection services. Folks, again, you hear me mention the website, dipetro.com. Um I don't know why we're the only ones that cover a lot of the stuff. Many times when I go to different stories, I notice that I am the only one that is out there. That's fine because then they do come to me and want to use my material. Uh, Like Friday night I was the only media there So then both Channel 10 and Channel 12 By the way, I I don't begrudge them There's just certain things that I cover That I think is news And there's things that they cover that they think is news Um, So they use my footage But I can't uh, tell you enough And that's why also we won And were awarded and voted Best local news site By the readers of Rhode Island Monthly DePetro.com D-E-P-E-T-R-O-O-D-O-T-C-O-M And folks, check it so many times, countless times, frequently, people send me a story, and I say, thank you. Uh, that story, they'll send it from like, oh, look at the story I found on Channel 12. Oh, that's interesting. I had that two days ago on the website. What do you think they, that they learned about it? Folks, check it out. And remember, DePetro.com, brought to you by the Coheset Inn, 226 Coheset Avenue, West Warwick. Great menu, big bar, Coheset Inn. Uh, they run just a uh, terrific place. Now, folks, so coming up, we will have the 1 o'clock news and then another full hour to go. But what I'm telling you is I think this could become comical, where next year, you know, Governor Raimondo, she she's on the front lines with the Biden administration, and she is getting a name out there, but... This could be like in for a penny, in for a pound, right? You're his, you know, you're in charge of that. Price of gas, lack of workers, the Biden presidency is failing. And if Governor McKee wants to go along with that, uh, he, he should do it at his own peril. He should absolutely do it at his own peril. Now, Governor McKee, and they're going to discuss vaccine strategy for kids ages 5 to 11. You know, they're spending a lot of time on this stuff. I don't think that's a problem. Um, you know what's a problem? is There are businesses that can't get workers. I speak with many of you that are small business owners. I do. And so many of you tell me the biggest problem is you just can't get the workers. But folks, as I have said, if you pay people not to work, they won't work. If you tell people, don't pay your rent, we'll give you a rent relief. Two-prong effect. Number one, guess what happens? They won't pay their rent. Hurts the landlord. Number two, the only reason a lot of people go to work is because they have to pay their rent. It was even the theme of a Broadway hit musical, Rent. How much control it controls things. Uh, Wall Street Journal, the inflation tax rises. Real average hourly earnings have declined since Biden came in. What's the point? 15, you know, uh, 15, fight for 15. Now they want 20, blah, blah, blah. Listen, none of that matters of biden and his failed policies that the price of everything keeps going up you know i also recognize the local media folks they they, they won't believe it they want to continue to believe that somehow that the biden presidency is is on the right path and and it's not it's it's actually a disaster and, you know, but let it happen. Let, the, you know, yesterday that um, I've been mentioning her, the woman former executive from CBS, and I know a lot of CBS people and, uh, listen to this. Um, but a lot of, um, she has that video where she says, we have to put an end to the Trumpian division. Listen, the fighting that's going on right now in the country is within the Democrat Party. The fighting that's going on is between the, the Democrats, the progressives and the moderates, the socialists, that's the fight that's going on right now. It's not within the Republicans. And it has nothing to do with Trump. That is the battle that she has, and I'm not even sure if she's aware of it. Kathy Gregg puts, McKee's hosting a ticket fundraiser, sixth floor, rooftop Labor's headquarters in Washington next week. And I've actually been in that building. Tickets start $250, $1,000 contributed to a private brief meeting with the governor. Oh, there you go isn't that nice I've actually that's a beautiful rooftop beautiful rooftop with views of, um, of Washington D.C. folks good afternoon it's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM so here's what we're going to do we are going to break for the 1 o'clock news now we have another hour to go it's radio only or you can listen you can try it AM 1380 99.9 FM if you like real news if you like someone who treats you as the adult that you are, you can listen. The Biden presidency, folks, is, is absolutely going down in flames. And you're going to hear more of it coming up in the one o'clock news, another full hour to go. And, and good luck in the peril of those that want to follow this failed presidency. All right. One o'clock news. We're back on the other side for the power hour. Stay tuned. This is the John DePietro show.